Living without regrets. Father Elias Stevens is the retreat leader this weekend at our 25th Workdays retreat, which turns out to be the biggest one yet with over a hundred students. And this year the students chose the theme themselves, something they're wrestling with on campus and in their own lives. How do we love our neighbors in a changing world with an unchanging faith? So after lunch yesterday, he gave them a 15-minute teaser to think about as they worked throughout the afternoon that would set the stage for the discussion in the evening, and it went something like this. Shortly after he was ordained, he encountered an 89-year-old man on his deathbed. And the man, he knew him to be a bit of a grumpy man. He was bitter towards everyone. It seemed he had no friends. He had been divorced. He had alienated his children. And now he was dying. And he called Father Elias to him. And he said through tears, I have wasted my life. When I was 20 years old, I had an argument with my father and I never forgave him. And from that point on, I was mad at everybody. My, end, my wife ended up divorcing me, my children hate me, and my father many, many times reached out to me to try and reconcile the relationship, but I didn't. And now I see, by never forgiving him, I ruined my life. This is a story about regret, about a wasted life. And it just so happens that our Archbishop had mentioned this in one of our classes at seminary. And I don't know the context or why he mentioned it. But he said, what a horrible thing to realize on your deathbed what the purpose of life is and realize you're out of time. But as the saying goes, better late than never. Now, in our OCF Workdays event, we have a group of kids that sole purpose is, is to make videos to promote Workdays. So they don't do any other work than take pictures and make videos all weekend long. So they asked me, sat me down to interview me and asked me, Father Anthony, what are you thankful for? Being Thanksgiving and all. And I said, well, I'm thankful for my wife. Not just because she helps me and she's my best friend and we built a life together, but more importantly, that it confirms God's promise. Commit your ways unto the Lord, and He will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 6. None of us know the future, and especially as young people, we don't know the future. We don't know which road to choose, which way to go, how to make decisions. But God says, "Direct, I will direct your paths if you commit your ways unto me. 
And I'm here to say God is faithful and his promises are true. I've seen him fulfill his promise in my own life, in our life together. We are rich with work, with opportunity, with joy, with love, with balance, with thanksgiving. He has and is fulfilling his promise as we trust in him. I'm not saying it's wrong to plan or to save for the future, but it is wrong to hoard and not to be generous towards God. St. John Chrysostom says, the only barns we need are the barns we already have, the stomachs of the poor. So today's gospel passage is not a pitch about giving money, it is a warning about how to avoid the pitfall of greed and how to face the temptation to worry about money. The passage is sandwiched between a warning and a promise. The warning is in Luke 12, 12 through 13, when a young man in the crowd cries out to Jesus, Teacher! Because back in the day they would have the rabbis intervene in family affairs and sort things out. So he says, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Because in Jewish tradition it went to the oldest child. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. Then it follows after the passage that we read today in the gospel, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse or barn, and God feeds them. We are the only animals with retirement accounts. The point is, one, to trust in God that he will provide for you, and two, to be generous to his church and the poor as an act of faith, storing up for yourselves virtue instead of material goods for, by investing in the kingdom of God. And you will have a life that is content and thankful in this uncertain and chaotic world that can create all kinds of anxiety and worry. I visited Leah Lutz on the way back from the DRC yesterday, and as we talked, she said, you know what? We are tempted on the left by doubt and on the right by worry. But we have faith right in front of us. So if you want to live a life without worry or regrets, don't store up for yourself material goods which you cannot take with you, but rather virtue which cannot be taken away. As a CNN hero once said, we have lost our humanity. 
The poor have it, and we have to go to them to get it back. The fruit of worry is anxiety, selfishness, discontentment. The fruit of faith is peace, joy, generosity, kindness, and contentment. We don't want to end up on our deathbed and regret the way we have lived life. Trust in God, be thankful, and be generous towards God. That you will not regret. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.